absent. Mr. Murphy? Here. Ms. Shelton is absent. Dr. Newman? Here. Mr. Fraley? Here. Thank you, Lenny. Before we take up the regular agenda uh, for consideration, we have three items that are requested to continuance from the December hearing to the January uh, 25th, 2018 public hearing. That it would be the continued item number one, which is being a Victor development for the following applications at 5900 Northampton Boulevard. First one being an amendment to the future land use designation in the general plan. Um, plan Norfolk 2030 from office to commercial. The second being a change of zoning from 01 office district to conditional C3 retail center district. Next item for consideration and continuance is regular item number six, elegant affairs for special exception to operate an entertainment establishment with alcoholic beverages at 930 North Military Highway. And the third one for consideration for continuance is Murphy's Law, regular item number eight, pub and grill for a following special exception at 3574 North Military Highway, A being an entertainment establishment with alcoholic beverages and B being a commercial recreation center. The motion before you is to continue the noted items to the public hearing to be held on January the 25th, 2018 at 2.30, City Council Chambers, 11th floor, City Hall, Building Norfolk, Virginia. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Murphy? Aye. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Fraley? Aye. All right. Thank we you, Lenny. We will now move to the regular agenda, and our first item for consideration is item number one, which is the City Planning Commission for a general plan amendment to Plan Norfolk 2030 to add or modify actions, revise character districts, and adopt <laughs> coastal character district pattern book in support of the new zoning ordinance. Thank you, Lenny. Ms. Shea. Uh, this item is for a series of amendments to plan Norfolk in support of the new zoning ordinance, um, specifically adding additional actions um, that clarify and support the resiliency quotient that's in the new zoning ordinance, some modifications to the character districts, and adoption of the coastal character district pattern book. I'm not going to read through these, but there's our series of amendments uh, dealing with resilience and, and things, uh, energy conservation and, and, and the like. Um, looking at the character district changes that we're proposing um, would be taking Stonebridge Crossing from traditional to suburban to reflect its current development pattern and, and, and lot size in that neighborhood. It would retain its current zoning, the PD zoning that has its own form codes anyway that already guide it. Um, and then the other change would be changing the Larchmont neighborhood as a whole um, from uh, traditional to suburban. That neighborhood is kind of split between the two in terms of its character. So we would like to keep it together by calling it suburban, um, but work with the neighborhoods to create its own um, neighborhood resilience overlay uh, to maintain the form of that neighborhood. And then the final thing is to adopt the Coastal Character District Pattern Book. This is to, to go hand in hand with the new zoning district for the Ocean View area and to guide uh, development in that area. Questions? The two neighborhoods you mentioned were Stonebridge and Larchmount? Correct. Okay. Right. Um, is it when you say the overlay, it's to maintain, there's traditional and suburban? It's Correct. to really maintain both characters within this setting? 
Abs working with the neighborhood, absolutely, yes. Any questions of Ms. Shea? Comment, commissioners? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the uh, Code of Character District pattern book. Um, I'm a little concerned about how the how the flooding is going to take into account. It's something I think we're going to have to put in place and see how it goes. Um, does that does the pattern book address uh, the needs of the house and flooding? Um, I'm just I'm still not 100% sure that it addresses all of that. But again, I think we've got to put it in place and see how it how well, it reacts to it, it. You know, the zoning ordinance, uh, in addition to the basic floodplain regulations is now going to require that uh, when you build anywhere in the city, there will be elevations required. Yeah. Uh, if you're not in an active flood zone today, you will still have to be off the ground a minimum distance yeah. because the anticipation is you may be in one tomorrow. Yeah. So I, I think we're, we're doing, it wasn't our intent to have this be the lead <clears throat> item for flood. We want the zoning ordinance to do that. Mm -hmm. um, as you know, storm, Stormwater elements are now considered for single family. Rain barrels will be required. So I think we're we're making great strides on that. Yeah, I, and we I will agree. certainly, as you pointed out, it's it's going to be a learning curve once we get there and adopt Absolutely. this. Absolutely. But this is this is a great first step for for the character district and Ocean View all together to have this pattern book. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. So. All right. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Lenny. The uh, motion is to recommend that the general plan amendment be approved. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Murphy? Aye. Dr. Newman? Aye. And Mr. Fraley? Aye. Thank you, Lenny. Item number two. Item number two is a request by DSF Development, LLC, for the following applications. A is an amendment to the future land use designation in the general plan, Plan Norfolk 2030, from single-family suburban to multifamily at 2676, 2680, 2686, and 2690 Azalea Garden Road, and 5211, 5212, and 5215 Crick Circle. That's item A. Item B is a text amendment to the city planning ordinance to create a new plan development district, uh, which would be the Azalea Garden Place Residential Plan Development, uh, PDR Azalea Garden Place, and C would be a rezoning to take the R6 that's currently applicable to the site and change it to the PDR district that number B is creating. Mm -hmm. uh, the purpose of this is to allow a new townhouse style development community with 50 units to be constructed on the property. Okay, um, so this site is located on the southeast corner of uh, Robin Hood Road and Azalea Garden. Uh, it is currently, as Lenny has mentioned, uh, zoned single-family residential. There really is a mix of uses surrounding the site. Uh, to the west, you've got commercial. To the south, you do have single-family. Uh, to, no to the north, you've got a school. And then to the east, you actually have the uh, business and commerce park. What the uh, applicant is proposing to do is to create a plan development. So that is a development where he creates uh, his, uh, his own language, and that is put into the zoning ordinance as a text amendment, uh, and then he rezones the property to plan development, and in this case, it's uh, the Azalea Garden Place plan development. Um, so to accomplish all of that, uh, again, first he's got to, and there is also on this one uh, an amendment to the future land use map, uh, it is currently uh, depicted as single-family suburban, uh, and the modification would be to multifamily. 
And then the uh, text amendment, uh, again, is to create uh, the new plan development, Azalea Garden Place Residential Plan Development, uh, and then finally rezoning it from the single family uh, to the plan development. Um, this is a copy of the site plan for the plan development. There are a total of 50 units. Uh, the concept is townhouse style. They will be condominiums. Um, you will have uh, townhouse homes fronting on Azalea Garden Road. Uh, there will be rear loading um, townhouses behind that with a greenway running between uh, the next set of condos uh, and then some rear loading condos to the back. Uh, amenities would include uh, a dog park, uh, a playground, and then a walking path. Uh, there will be two means of accessing the site, one directly from Azalea Garden Road, uh, and again, in working with transportation, that um, uh, access has been moved as far south to the south uh, as it could be without interfering because there is a turn lane, a right turn lane uh, on Azalea Garden Road, uh, and then there is an additional access, emergency access only, uh, from, from Robin Hood Road. Um, the applicant has also uh, uh, put as a part of his um, PD uh, elevations. Um, there is a combination of materials here. And I did also want to show you, so your standard development would be uh, this design. It does meet the form standard set forth in the new proposed zoning ordinance. Um, and then he is also proposing um, some additional uh, upgrades. So if someone buys a condo, uh, they could upgrade to perhaps some additional brick and to add some additional second story um, uh, porches. Um, with uh, the uh, PD as written, we feel we are getting uh, a, a good use at this location. We feel that single family is probably not appropriate at this location. There is a good mix of uses in this area. Uh, we feel that the plan development as a tool is a good tool for this. This is a little bit different than uh, would result as a standard multifamily rezoning. Um, so for those reasons, and, and, and those standards are reflected, it would be tied to this site plan as well as these elevations. So with those conditions, staff is recommending that this, these applications be approved. Um, uh, thank you, Susan. Okay. Any questions of Ms. Pollock Hart, commissioners? Thank you. Here to speak in favor of this application is the applicant, Mr. Bobby Feynman. Mr. Chair, fellow commissioners, good afternoon. It's good to see you all again. Uh, I'm Bobby Feynman, 4873 South Oliver Drive, Virginia Beach, and I am the applicant, and I'm here along with my engineer to answer any questions you all might have. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Any questions of the developer here, folks? Thank you. Uh, Mr. Steve Blevins. I'll stand by for questions. Thank you, sir. Uh, Jackie Rochelle. Good afternoon. My name is Jackie Rochelle. I'm with the Greenwood Elmhurst Norview Heights Civic League, 3314 Souls Point Road in Norfolk. Thank you. Our Civic League was tasked with looking at this plan and working with the developer to see if this is something that would be suitable for our neighborhood. Our neighborhoods border this property. Uh, with that in mind, on November 20th of this year, Mr. Feynman came to our meeting with copies of his plan and began to lay out his vision to us. 
over the period of the next three to four weeks, uh, a number of questions emerged. And we appreciate everyone's patience in working through this. And of course, Susan, always, your patience is appreciated in assistance as well. Um, there were certain things that the community was looking for. And at this point, Mr. Feynman appears to have met those requirements, specifically things such as sidewalks and improved guttering system uh, for what is now a gravel road with a shoulder. Um, things such as uh, tree lines. So there's a uh, huge tree line of very old trees that border the property. So if these trees can be kept, we'll keep them. If not, we have guarantees in place that they will be replaced in accordance with the city standard. We've dealt with Mr. Feynman before on several other properties, and we have no reason to believe that this would be a problem. And as we move forward between now and city council's hearing, uh, even if we come up with some additional questions or, or concerns, we have very confident uh, feelings that Mr. Feynman will adequately address them. The main thing that pretty much stuck out to everyone, which is the primary reason why I'm here, has to do with the fact that this is a unique design and it's sitting in a very unusual spot. And it's a very good spot, in our opinion, for this design. We polled not only our membership, but we also went to the community immediately surrounding the property itself. And that would be the homes on Woolsey Street and Azalea Garden Road. Now, if you look at the site plan that you saw earlier, and this is, I'm sure, is included in your packet, you can see that the homes that front on Woolsey Street have enormously large backyards, which was common in the day. And this also provides an adequate buffer between a three-story structure and a one-floor Cape Cod. The largest complaint I get with people is, you're going to put two and three stories next to my little one story. There goes my privacy. Well, between the tree line and the buffer of the backyards, the problem goes away, in our opinion. We've also spoken directly to the property owner on Azalea Garden Road. Um, there are two lots left on Azalea Garden Road, the one that's immediately adjacent to this pro proposed project. Um, that is a rental property, so we spoke to not only the renters, but the people who own the property, they live on the eastern shore. And they have come to us in favor of this project as well, particularly having seen the designs and the plans which were carried to their doorstep. So we view this, yes, it is a gateway, Mr. Chairman, to the uh, in community industrial area. We prefer to see it as a gateway to our community because it borders the eastern section. So people coming into our community, and we share your concerns too, that we want something that is going to look spectacular. Not just good, spectacular. And so Mr. Feynman has agreed to put uh, appointments that are, have been listed and I believe have been stipulated to uh, on all of the buildings, not just the ones that are fronting Azalea Garden Road and Robin Hood Road, and then when you get into the middle of the development, there you go. You've got something kind of plain. These appointments are to go on all buildings so that as people move through the community or past the community from whatever angle, they have a nice view of, of what has been built here. We don't have a problem uh, at this point with the, the 50 uh, units. They are for sale as opposed to rent. We do, are not looking for 50 more rentals, that's for sure. Um, we are working now with Mr. Feynman and the what will be the HOA agreement 
concerning rentals, and we have a commitment from him that he will work with us on that. In some instances, specifically with the military, um, we do not have as much latitude. Uh, but what we did not want to see were things such as a developer coming in and purchasing multiple buildings and then renting them out. And that will not happen with this project. So with respect to that and many more, um, we voted in favor of this project. And that's why I'm here today. Um, Mr. Feynman has worked with us. He has gained our confidence over the years. Uh, we look forward to continuing to work with him. And we would ask you to approve this project as proposed. Thank you, Jackie. Thank uh, you. Do appreciate your leadership and uh, corralling the thoughts of uh, your Civic League and working very effectively with developing this particular application and bringing that information here to us. We appreciate that indeed. Thank you very much. It's our pleasure. Thank you. Any, Any questions? questions? Commissioners, a comment? Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Lenny? The motion is to recommend that the general plan <clears throat> a moment. Amendment, <laughs> the zoning text amendment, and the change of zoning be approved. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Murphy? Aye. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Fraley? Uh, this spot has been vacant for some time. Appreciate the leadership you're taking here with Mr. Feynman and the risk that you're taking to try to make this a fruitful opportunity. I certainly wish you the best. Jackie has made you promise us that it's going to be a first-class operation. Mm -hmm. uh, we look forward to it, and I vote aye. Good luck with that. Okay. We're going to move to item number three, Egg West, for the following applications <coughs> at 1160 through 1170 Lexan Avenue. A is a change of zoning to modify conditions on property zone conditional C2 corridor commercial, and B is a special exception to operate an eating and drinking establishment. Mr. Simon. All right. So there are two uh, requests with this, and that's to um, first modify the proffered conditions, which are from 1998, um, and I'll explain that, and then also to uh, amend the existing eating and drinking special exception. And this is the site. It's on Hampton Boulevard and Lexington Avenue in the Larchmont neighborhood. And in 1998, the site was, uh, was rezoned, and there was proffers added, and some of the proffers, which I'll get to right here, um, they spelled out certain uses. Well, a restaurant was not considered one of the uses that were supposed to be permitted at the time, so we are fixing that. And uh, then for the restaurant, it's been there for a while, and um, the modification is to add mixed beverages and adjust the hours a little bit. And then under the new ordinance, this request would not actually require a conditional use permit because of the limited hours. All right, with that, any questions? Staff does recommend approval. Thank you, Matt. Any questions of Mr. Simon, commissioners? Stand by, Matt. All right. Um, the applicant is here, Phil Ducker. Lenny, there is no opposition. Phil, if you'd like to tell us anything that we don't know, we'll certainly listen. Hello, folks. I'm Philip Decker. I don't really have anything to say. I just want to say Merry Christmas, everybody. And uh, the only thing was, he said we were a change in hours. There's not a change in hours. We open at 7 a.m., we close at 3 p.m. every day. Okay. And all we're doing is, um, <clears throat> all I came to do was add uh, liquor to my existing ABC license, so both of the restaurants are the same. Yeah, the, the change isn't in what you're doing. It's just in from the old ordinance to the new ordinance. Right. The old one had 6 to 5, I think. Six to nine. 9, sorry, I can't see that far. 
6 a.m.? Yeah. That was okay. back when you and I were both younger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We actually, when we first opened, we were open until 7. Yeah. So, and then after two years, we started the same as the other restaurant. Well, and all we're doing is, is catching what you've asked for in the second one. So Thank you. You bet. Any questions? For uh, no questions, but how about giving your, your name and mailing address for the record? Philip Decker, 9669 27th Bay Street in Norfolk. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Phil. Lenny. The uh, motions to recommend that the change of zoning and the special exception be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Murphy? Aye. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Fraley? Aye. All Good right. luck with that, Phil. Next application is the request by Chick-fil-A for a special exception to operate a commercial drive-through at 6282 Northampton Boulevard. You'll recall that this has been previously approved, and the purpose of this request is to amend their, their prior approved site plan. Matthew. All right. So the location, it's um, at the corner of Northampton Boulevard and Premium Outlets Boulevard. And <clears throat> This was previously reviewed and approved by the Planning Commission and City Council. This was the original approval, and they have um, come back in to make several changes. Oh. This is the um, new site plan layout. So it's a little bit closer to uh, the corner of the street, Northampton Boulevard, and a little bit um, bigger footprint. This was the original elevations. And this is the proposed. Also, the um, perimeter knee wall has been increased slightly to add extra buffering um, to 36 inches. With that, staff does recommend approval. Are there any questions? Thank you, Matt. Any questions on Mr. Simon, commissioners? Thank you, Matt. Um, Chair acknowledges the applicant, Alan Wiley. Uh, Lenny, we have no opposition. Mr. Wiley? Anything you care to add, sir? No, just here to answer questions. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, the motion before you is to recommend that the, change, the special exception be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Murphy? Aye. Dr. Newman? It's my pleasure to vote aye. Mr. Fraley? Ditto me. Uh, good luck with that. We'll make a recommendation to council. I vote aye. All right. Next request, number five, is Koshi for a special exception to operate an eating and drinking establishment at 201 West 21st Street, Suite 9. Uh, the purpose of this request is to allow uh, a new restaurant to operate in a space formerly occupied by Soya Sushi. Ms. McDonald. Koshi are requesting a special exception for an eating and drinking establishment. Um, this request would allow for the existing restaurant to add on-premise alcohol sales um, they're located at 201 West 21st Street in Suite 9. They're zoned C2. Um, they're also in the 21st Street uh, PCO, Pedestrian Commercial Overlay District. Um, and again, this would allow them to have um, on-premise alcohol. Uh, the previous establishment that received a special exception in this location um, was Soya Sushi. Um, and the hours of operation proposed uh, for the alcohol sales and for the hours of operation 
uh, for Koshi are 11.30 a.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, seven days a week with a capacity of 68 seats indoors, no outdoor seating, and a total capacity of 83. Uh, the Ghent Neighborhood League and the Ghent Business Association uh, have both uh, submitted letters of support for this application and staff recommends approval as well. Thank you, Colette. Any questions of Ms. McDonald? Thank you, Colette. Colette, before you sit down, I hope I don't embarrass you when I say uh, we found out earlier today that you're going to be leaving us for Buffalo, New York. Correct. I'm not going to say anything bad about Buffalo, New York in comparison <laughs> to Norfolk, Virginia, but uh, certainly we have uh, adored the opportunity to have you work with us here. I hope you had enough experience here that you could not forget us, mm -hmm. keep us in mind, and remember that we will always be on, in our minds and heart. We appreciate what you've done and oh, good luck you to so you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Lenny, no opposition. Uh, none. The uh, applicant. Lenny, before you read that, uh, let me acknowledge the applicant. Hyatt Lee. Yes, sir. Good deal. What's your name for the record? Anything you'd like to add, sir? Uh, no, sir. So, Lenny. The motion to recommend that the special exception be approved subject to conditions contained in the staff report. Mr. Hales. Aye. Ms. Austin. Yes. Mr. Murphy. Aye. Dr. Newman. Aye. Mr. Fraley. Aye. We'll make that recommendation to Council. Good luck. All right. Item number seven, Leone's for a following special exceptions at 449 and 455 Granby Street and 105 through 119 West Charlotte Street. A is an entertainment establishment with alcoholic beverages. B is a sale of alcoholic beverages for off-premise consumption. And remember, this is a request to essentially allow the change of an ownership and to expand the capacity of the existing restaurant. The restaurant, when it first opened, had a retail component to the south side of it as you face the street in. And uh, stealing your thunder here, sorry. And that's going to be incorporated <laughs> into the restaurant. And Chris now has nothing to say. Yeah, with that, staff recommends approval. <laughs> Go right ahead. Chris, you can fill in the blanks, I'm sure. Um, this is a request from Leone's uh, existing establishment downtown is at the corner of Charlotte Street and Granby Street and uh, as Lenny mentioned they've got um, an existing entertainment or existing eating and drinking establishment so they can serve alcohol on premises as well as an off-premises special exception to serve alcohol so the, this request is to uh, first of all allow for a change in ownership of the establishment um, that that triggers the need, the need for a new special exception, um, but also to add entertainment options as well as um, expand the indoor seating capacity into that adjacent uh, retail component next to the main restaurant. It's zone D3, which allows this by special exception. And as you can see, the hours of operation remain the same. Uh, whether they're selling alcohol on or off premises or the, having entertainment is remaining the same. Um, and these, again, the seating capacity is just the indoor seating capacity is being raised. And the proposed entertainment is three member live band, karaoke, comedian, and poetry reading. And before you is just a floor plan of that uh, retail component they currently have uh, to the side and where the seating would be increased, the indoor seating would be expanded into this part of the establishment. And under the new uh, proposed zoning ordinance, this request will require three conditional use permits. 
the re it was a restaurant operating between midnight and 2 a.m. Uh, they want to have live entertainment, so that'd be an accessory use. And then off-premises uh, alcohol sales would be the other accessory use. Uh, with that, the uh, staff recommends approval of the uh, special exception requests uh, with the conditions in the staff report. Um, and I also mentioned that we received a letter of support from the Downtown Norfolk Council as well as the Downtown Norfolk Civic League. Thank you, Chris. Any questions, commissions, on Mr. Whitney? Chris, will the live entertainment be limited to indoors or both be indoors and outdoors? They are proposing the outdoor, uh, the entertainment outdoors in that uh, rear patio area. Right. So, and it's on the floor, it's on the, uh, the main floor plan they have for the establishment. Right, okay. Mm -hmm. Any other questions, commissioners? Thank you, Thank Chris. You. Uh, there is no opposition. Chair acknowledges Michelle Zobie Payne. Have anything to add, Ms. Payne? No, just a question. Uh, Stir Citric Jr. <laughs> questions. As well as Olivia Gray. Thank you all for being here. Lenny? The uh, motions recommend the special exception be approved subject to conditions. The special exceptions be approved subject to conditions contained in the staff report. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Murphy? Aye. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Fraley? Aye. We'll make that recommendation to council. Good luck. All right. We have one item of new business. That's to initiate a change of zoning from R12, medium family, multifamily. Medium density multifamily and BFRPO Bayfront Residential Parking Overlay Districts to OSP Open Space Preservation at 814 Willoughby Bay Avenue, also known as 814 Little Bay Avenue. Bobby. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, the request is to initiate a, a, a change of zoning for the property that's known as 814 Little Bay Avenue. Uh, the property uh, a few years ago, uh, obtained approval for a grant to elevate the existing structure due to it being a repetitive loss uh, property uh, due to flood claims. Uh, when city staff and our contractors went in to observe the property, uh, we realized that the structure of the property could not be uh, elevated because it was deteriorated. At that point, um, the option was changed from doing an elevation pr uh, grant program to actually doing acquisition. Uh, so this will actually be the first acquisition uh, of uh, property uh, using the FEMA grant funds uh, to, uh, instead of uh, elevating a, a structure. So we'll actually be demolishing the structure and leaving it as open space. Part of that requirement does require this space to be left as open space. And because it is logically adjacent or across from uh, Captain's Quarters, which is on OSP, it made sense to go ahead and transfer, uh, zone this property as well, as well to open space to make sure that uh, not only the restrictive covenant holds that says that we cannot build any uh, structures on the property, but also we have zoning in place that meets that criteria as well. Thank you, Bobby. Any questions on Mr. Tahan? Bobby, my only fear here is this site becomes an ISO in some way. We're going to police this thing appropriately? We will, sir. That's why we've had a, uh, this is our first acquisition demolition project. Uh, there have been concerns about um, city staff uh, time to make sure that it's maintained appropriately and who's going to uh, keep eyes on the property. Mm -hmm. Part of the good thing is it is across from an area that is regularly checked by the police, so it's not something that's tucked away in a corner where it becomes this 
a sawtooth property that no one pays attention to. Do so. you have an aerial? Would, if, if, if you notice, it's part of sort of an open space area that blends right, naturally right off the end of the road right. into the captain's quarters. So we do take care and maintain that property. Mm -hmm. This one will be a part of that maintenance right. effort. Good deal. Any questions of Mr. Tahan, folks? We're going to need a motion. Um, Susan was reminding me this is your uh, initiation, so I'll take a motion from the commission. Move to initiate. All right. I'll second. Uh, all right. Uh, essentially, all in favor, please say aye. Uh, aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. Motion passed. Motion carries. Thank you. Commissioners, any comment? Lenny, you mentioned um, some to discuss uh, ID access. Is that uh, something that we can discuss or something that we can, uh, what, we can what, get some ideas? Well, as soon as George is back tomorrow, I, uh, Mr. Murphy and I discussed that on Monday. Um, and uh, I want to work through George to try to get the information, get the idea up on this floor yeah. that all of our boards, you know, mm -hmm. Commission, ARB, Wetlands, Board of Zoning Appeals, mm -hmm. uh, should essentially get ID so that yeah. you all are not lined up coming in the door to to yeah. uh, sign in, but get to come in the same way we do. I don't know the outcome of that, but we're going to take it up with the manager's office and okay. see what we can do. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Any other comment? Uh, yeah, just going back to DSF development. Yes. Um, our, 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 as I understood our job today, that was to essentially okay uh, what is the, re the restructuring of a plan for this area. Mm -hmm. Their plan for uh, their elevation itself will be going through some kind of that's it. That's we're, where that's we're, it. we're at. Right. Okay. That's, you know, remember the whole idea with the new zoning ordinance is if they meet the form standards. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I, recall. I recall. And that's what we use to judge this on. Now, realize he's not going to get approved and underway until way after the new ordinance is in place. He'll have to go through site plan. Right. Um, he will not be looking for a building permit probably until somewhere uh latter part of april or may or june that's essentially what i was asking yeah. mm -hmm. what so i was we, that there is some that there is another step like yeah. that a technical review technical yeah. review mm -hmm. and whatnot and he the the elevations are a part of i don't want to call them proffers but are a part of the text um they are you know he shall build in accordance with the elevations so we're going to hold him to those elevations that you see okay um uh, my my only concern for the future is that we have our plan books, but within it that there are um, uh, ways of looking at creating articulations that are not always the same. Mm -hmm. That we have some mm -hmm. variety, mm -hmm. and we don't see things popping up over the city that look absolutely the same. Because I know I've gone to other places. I'm I'm seeing a type happening, not only here but in other places as well. Mm -hmm. And you know, over time, certainly that's happened uh, in cities. You know, the bungalow, the whatnot, and whatnot. The question is: Is our vision of this type of building uh, the reason why they worked before? Because they were quality materials, quality idea. They really suited the function. The form suited the function. Of what it was, so the the, the my concern is that um, 
we don't get into a cookie cutter, but this is a way for us to uh, create uh, visual interest. But within that, let's mm -hmm. have a number of articulations based on what we're doing that's, that are going to look really good. Is it, is it the lowest common denominator, or is it really working well within the ideas of what we want? That was my concern. Well, one that we share with you, uh, you know, the new zoning ordinance is, um, and, and we use the, we do not use the word form-based because it, that's an implication of mm -hmm. uh, a level of review that we're not going to go to, but it's certainly uh, based upon residential forms. There are requirements in it. Um, I think we've done a good job of allowing diversity, as you're calling for, mm -hmm. but at the same time trying to get a higher quality of development. And the, uh, the proof is going to be in the pudding. We're going to have to see how this works over time. You know, and we've talked about we're probably going to have many amendments as we start to work through real-life mm -hmm. situations. Mm -hmm. So as we look at projects and we say, okay, well, these meet the form standards, and there's something that's not right now. Again, we can't get into materials, but if there's massing and, uh, you know, architecture like that that we can get into and make some tweaks, we can we can make some modifications. So. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your question, Dr. Austin. Uh, Adam, you have anything for us? No, Mr. Chair. Lenny? Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah, Stole my thunder, Lenny. I was going to offer uh, best wishes for the holiday season from me and the commission and all the staff and uh, citizens out there that might be listening. Have a great holiday season. Even to Colette, who's not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if there's nothing else, uh, we stand adjourned. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat>